You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Today, we are going to be talking about the greater reset, the greater reset activation, integration, the greater reset three, as we're calling it, uh, because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. Honestly, I say that with like every single one of my shows. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, and we are here to respond to that craziness with a little sanity and with some activism as well. And today, my goal is to talk to you about the Great Reset, what exactly that diabolical, sinister plan and program is, And more importantly, I want to share what our response is, how we are going to respond to the greater reset and push back uh, to the great reset and push back. So I want to thank you for tuning in on Odyssey or Rothkin or DLive. I usually broadcast to YouTube as well, my Live Free Now YouTube channel. But unfortunately, I got a ding. I got a what do you call them? A strike on my channel. Oh no, I got a strike on the YouTube channel and uh, I can't stream for a week. And I got a strike because I was talking about organizing the Confederation of Freedom Cell Communities. So, and and it said medical misinformation and it wasn't really medical information, misinformation. I was talking about activism, how we create a free society. But uh, let me know if you guys are watching on Odyssey, if you guys are watching on DLive, post in the comments if you guys can hear me loud and clear. Usually I get a little feedback from folks that are tuning in on YouTube because I can see their channel. Uh, I can see the comments and stuff, oh, but okay. I cannot there. So uh, I cannot hear doing it this way. So just uh, let's check that out. So let All us right, talk fine. about exactly what the greater the Great Reset is, right? There's some confusion. We call it the Greater Reset, and it's a counter to the Great Reset. Okay, so what is the Great Reset? The Great Reset is a program by the World Economic Forum. Shout out Danny Panzella. He'll be speaking at the Greater Reset along with his lovely wife, Vanessa Velez. Uh, The Greater Reset is a counter to the Great Reset, which is a program by the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum is a group of oligarchs, like multi-billionaire, super-duper wealthy, powerful people who I guess aren't content to just make a bunch of money. They want to make a bunch of money and control a lot of people. And so that is exactly what they aim to do through this Great Reset program. Now, the, the World Economic Forum meets regularly in Davos, Switzerland, And wouldn't you know it, we didn't know about this whenever we were timing this out. Uh, And of course, I don't think they're doing this in order to counter us or anything, but they're actually meeting right now as we speak. They're having uh, 
online virtual meeting the 17th through the 21st. So this is one of the things that they do. They, they meet in Switzerland or they meet online with all the COVID-19 stuff and they bring together world leaders. They bring together people that are supposed to be philanthropists trying to do good in the world. They bring together moguls, media personalities, politicians, and they talk about the future direction of the planet. And it's not necessarily a passive thing, really. It's, it's very much active, and they're very much involved actively in changing the course of history, right? Now, these are some very powerful people, and they have the influence and the resources in order to make big changes happen in society. That's kind of a frightening thing. Now, one of the things I want to share with you guys is that we, too, have the ability to make grand scale changes in society and each and every one of us have that power within us. So, you know, it's kind of, there's things that we can learn from these oligarchs and these world economic forum bozos because they're very ambitious in their plans. Let's talk about their plans. As of late, they have been promoting and pushing what they call the great reset. The great reset essentially is like a marketing plan the aim of the Great Reset is to get all sorts of stakeholders, people, influencers, politicians on board with the transformational and cataclysmic change of the way that people live their lives, of the way that human beings relate to one another, uh, the way that individuals interact with their governments, the way that individuals do business with one another, the way that people, organizations, businesses, uh, interact with the environment, right? And they're trying to shift this. What are they trying to shift it towards? Well, I think a great way to describe it is more centralization of power and decision-making and rule-making, more centralization of authority, more surveillance of people, places, biology. And we're going to talk about the fourth industrial revolution and more coercion, more control, more threats of violence, more utilizing government in order to bring about societal changes, okay? That's the great reset. Now, if you look at their language and if you don't if you're not able to look at it from a sophisticated eye with an understanding that there are predatory individuals and organizations that are trying to benefit themselves or that have this kind of like a diabolical scheme and plot, right? If, if, you're, if you don't look at it through that lens, which many people thankfully have been studying, that you know, they subscribe to the conspiratorial view of history, this idea that many large world events are concocted, are brought about through secrecy and deception and manipulation. You know, a lot of people subscribe to that view and I'm, I'm grateful for that because I believe that is a more accurate world view and world and view of history than the accidental view of history, which is things are just happening seemingly. There's a lot of coincidences and stuff. Now, mind you, not everything is part of some grand conspiracy, of course, which we need to have some discernment when we examine and evaluate these things. But a lot of big stuff is part of a diabolical conspiracy to control people. Okay. But if you look at the Great Reset and you're not looking at it through that lens, you may think that it's this, it's a great idea. Because the way that they communicate this plan and this reset 
they talk about it in very peachy, fuzzy, warm ways. They talk about helping the environment. They talk about creating more equity, right? So what is it that they want to do? Well, a big part of it to help underscore some things, let's talk about a few aspects of the Great Reset. And don't worry, I'm going to get to the solutions. I'm going to get to our response, the people's response, the people's reset, the greater reset. I should have started with this, by the way. January 26th through the 30th, we're hosting the greater reset. Myself, Derek Bros, Ramiro, we're some of the organizers of this event. We've brought together a diverse group of leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs, activists, environmentalists, agriculturalists, regenerative agriculture, that is, we brought together all these people and these folks are presenting a different way of doing things, right? You have the normal way that things have been done. Then you have this new normal that is being pushed and promoted. Build back better as part of this agenda, right? And then you have what we want. We want more decentralization. They want centralization. We want decentralization. They want coercion. We want freedom. They want surveillance. We want privacy. So the Greater Reset is all about. You can Sign up for our email list to get alerts when we're going live or just check out the website January 26th through the 30th. On most days, the broadcast begins at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. But we invite you to sign up for our email list so we can stay in touch with you, so we can give you alerts when we go live to make sure you get that notice so you can tune in. There's hubs taking place all across the world. This will be the third iteration of the Greater Reset. And literally it's spawned a movement of tens of thousands of people some people say it's changed their lives so it's really fulfilling work and it's amazing to hear that so that's what the greater reset is but let's get back to what the great reset is a big part of their plan is to shift economies and markets into something that's called stakeholder capitalism stakeholder capitalism and essentially, you know, my ideal form of economic system, my ideal economic system is free market, free markets, anarchism, no central authority dictating things, ordering things. You can get Adam to sign that. Thank you. No central authority that dictates things, right? Free markets. The, you know, a lot of people describe, it was actually Murray Rothbard described a free market as like the voluntary, the sum total of all voluntary human action. Right. So that's that's what I like. Not everyone likes that. And not everyone that's participating in the Greater Reset is on that free market economics tinge. Right. There's some gift economy folks and there's some uh, mutualism and all these different forms of philosophy. That's what I like. Right. Well, what we have now is like this corporatism and this this monopoly capitalism. And you have capitalism where private individuals, private enterprise motivated by profit and fulfilling the needs and wants of their customers. We have that phenomenon going on. And I think that's that's a beautiful thing, in, in my opinion, where people invest their capital, they put money and they put resources at risk in order to fulfill consumer demands and, and then they make a profit. That's a totally cool thing, in my opinion. But what we have now is the status quo is not that. We have these the capitalists, but then a lot of these mega capitalists, a lot of these greedy folks, they do capitalism, they put their resources at risk, they try to fulfill consumer demand, but then they leverage the institution of government in order to minimize the risks and maximize the profits. This is what I call crony capitalism. 
This is what I call monopoly capitalism, right? So that's where we're at right now. I want to see a divergence to greater decentralization, to more localism, to more local production, to the counter economy, which is a genuinely free market way of doing business, right? So you have the status quo where we're trying to go with the greater reset, where I'm trying to go specifically with the free market stuff. And then we have where the great reset is trying to go. And where they're trying to go is towards this stakeholder capitalism, which is an increase in the centralization and rulemaking authority of the state of the stakeholders, of those in power. Now, remember when I told you how the Great Reset, they have this nice peachy veneer and this way that they describe things. So it seems like it's a great idea and everyone should be around it. We should all frolic around in a big circle, all excited and happy. So the way that they convey this stakeholder capitalism is that they wanna to bring together all the key stakeholders in a given space and everyone has a say in how a business is to be ran, not just the shareholders. The motivation is no longer profit for private parties like shareholders in a company or the owner of a company. The motivation is now equity, environmental benefit and impact, right? Social justice, right? And so m many people think that sounds like a great thing. I don't think that sounds like a great thing on the surface, but a lot of people are like, oh, that's great. We need more environmental controls and we need more equity in society. And there's a big, there's a big gap in wealth. There's a wealth disparity, all this stuff, right? Well, that's not really what the stakeholder capitalism is. And there's this, there's this phenomenon where the government and these sustainability, sustainable development type people and the stakeholder capitalists and the World Economic Forum folks, they put forward these goals that seem lofty and noble when in reality, the means, right? Those are their ends, environmentalism, equity. In fact, there's, there's three E's that are all part of Agenda 21. Like my research and all this stuff goes back a long time. And this whole Agenda 21 phenomenon, this is this United Nations program uh, to usher in sustainable development to utilize environmentalism as a guise, this is my analysis of it, as a guise in order to bring about greater centralization, in order to control populations, in order to shift people away from rural areas into compact cities where they can be more manipulated and controlled. And in fact, a huge part of the Agenda 21 agenda is like a global population reduction thing. That's even iterated in the global biodiversity assessment. Everybody thinks that's some weird conspiracy theory, but they specifically state if we are to maintain the number of humans that we have on this earth, then everyone's going to need to live as serfs. They say that. And then they say, if we're going to maintain the standard of living that we enjoy, then we're going to need to dramatically reduce the population, right? That's actually in the global biodiversity assessment, which is like a compendium to Agenda 21. But anyway, I digress. Agenda 21 put forward these three E's, and these three E's are very much prevalent in the Great Reset Agenda, and it's very much tied into the Great Reset Agenda. Agenda 21, the Great Reset Agenda. Agenda 21 has been upgraded uh, to the 2030 Agenda, and they've laid, laid out sustainable development goals. Right? And again, it all sounds great for the common person. They all think United Nations good, sustainability good, you know, World Economic Forum, Great Reset good. That's the programming that's been put into people's heads. But they have these three E's, equity, economy, and environment. The equity is like social justice. I gave a speech to the Austin City Council many, many years ago about how the three E's create the opposite of what they're trying to bring about. And let me just give an example here. Sorry, my computer's acting up. These screens just flipped out. 
the three E's. So that's what guides a lot of local governments in their comprehensive planning process. And I promise this whole thing is very similar to what the Great Reset is trying to do. That's why I'm explaining it. And I get this talk and it was like, okay, you guys are trying to incentivize growth in desired growth zones by giving out subsidies to developers. In reality, what that is, is like more crony capitalism where the stakeholders and the decision makers own property in a given area, but they're like, this is our desired growth zone for sustainable development and environmental benefit, right? And so they incentivize growth and development by giving away tax subsidies and giving money to big developers to build here. And then they say it's for the environment, right? When in reality, what happens is the cost of living increases in a given area. And then we have uh, the phenomenon where folks are pushed out of their area because they can't afford to live because the property tax increases because you have this mixed use development, yada, yada, yada. So it's very far from equitable at all. It's not good for the economy because ultimately that stuff comes back. It's like a boom and bust. It comes back to you. Uh, the chickens come home to roost. Anyway, this is what the stakeholder capitalism is all about. It's about centralizing. It's about moving away from profit motive towards these three E's towards sustainable development, towards this equitable way of life, right? And the ultimate irony is that it's these oligarchs that are the ones promoting it. It's folks that have been dastardly and cunning in their business practices and have very much not been consistent with what it is that they're promoting and pushing. So that's stakeholder capitalism. They, you know, there's this huge, let me just go down this little rabbit hole real quick because it helps to explain it. And I'm going to spend the second half of this talk explaining the solution. So the first half of this presentation is about the Great Reset and the problem. The second half of this presentation, I'm going to break down more details about what it is that we're doing, who you can expect to hear from uh, during the Great Reset activation, the Greater Reset integration, number nine. Okay, so this is something I learned from Julianne Romanello. And uh, she spoke at the first Great Reset, the first Greater Reset. And she taught about impact investing. And essentially it works like this. There's tax-exempt foundations that bring together all this money. They put park it in these, these, these oligarchs, park their money in tax-exempt foundations. It grows substantially tax-free through all these investments. Then they take that money and they invested in certain communities and they invested in uh it's called esg investing these nonprofits and these corporations invest in ways that are supposed to be environmental right the three e's equity economy and environment and they invested in a given community she happens to live in tulsa oklahoma and in tulsa there's this impact investing take place and some of the ways that it's taking place is like this People invest in public education as well as private schools and charter schools and even daycares. They invest money in developing programs that are essentially indoctrinating and training an entire community of children so that in the future, they may be more prepared to fulfill the workforce that's in alignment with the fourth industrial revolution. Another part that I'm gonna share about here in a second, okay? So that's impact investing. Then there's this phenomenon called pay for success. And then to take it even a step further, right? They say stakeholder capitalism is a big peachy thing, but it's really just the old school capitalism with the false front on it. Because there's other billionaires and oligarchs that then come in 
and they place bets. They do financial options. They place long bets, which is a bet that it's going to be successful. They place short bets, which is a bet that it's going to be a failure. And they're essentially betting on whether or not these initial investments in the next 5, 10, 20 years will pay off in having a successful workforce to fulfill the fourth industrial revolution. That's what stakeholder capitalism is. That's what the Great Reset is trying to implement this system. And when we talk about the Great Reset, oftentimes people talk about it as though it's some future thing that's going to happen. And they have these huge goals for 2030. This is supposed to be this mass decade of transformation. It's going to be a decade of transformation that we're going to steer for our lives and our community as well. But it's like the Great Reset, they want to do this. They're going to do this. It's like, I got news for you, man. They're already doing it. It is well underway. And they have these sophisticated, subversive, incremental ways of carrying out this stuff. And many people aren't even aware of it at all. I get so frustrated with people that I'm close to and people in my family because they're like, oh, it's you lose me when you when you say things like Nazi Germany or Dr. Robert Malone on his Joe Rogan interview or maybe it was Peter McCullough. They lost me when they said things were like Nazi Germany. And it's like, you know, Nazi Germany, Germany was full of good people, regular everyday people. It was a very slow, gradual, manipulated process that made it to where the whole citizenry, or at least a significant number of the citizenry, sat by idly while people were sent to the gas chamber. That's crazy. It's not something that happens overnight. And these systems and this infrastructure and these institutions and these mechanisms and these ways of doing business are in place now. And this transformation is accelerated with COVID-19. In fact, in my office next door, I grab a book called COVID-19 and the Great Reset, authored by Klaus Schwab. It's a key figure. I should have mentioned him earlier. He's the one that created the World Economic Forum. And it talks about all this stuff. It says we're going to need more. The return of big government is one of the subchapters, in fact. And it's nuts, man. It's not good, right? So that's a big part of it. Another big part of it is the fourth industrial revolution, all right? So we had, we've had three previous revolutions. Let me see if I can find a great way to describe this. The fourth industrial revolution. It's probably on Wikipedia and stuff. Here we have it on World Economic Forum's website. I'm just going to this so I can see what the first three revolutions were with the industrial revolution and all that stuff. It's in the freaking books. Here we go. This will help explain it. Oh. So this is the World Economic Forum's website, and they describe the fourth industrial revolution. I'm going to show you part of the Davos agenda, too. It's very much a big part of it. The fourth industrial, I'm going to speak in Klaus Schwab's voice. The fourth industrial revolution represents a fundamental change in the way we live, work, and relate to one another. It is a new chapter in human development enabled by extraordinarily technology, extraordinary technology advances commensurate with those of the first, second, and third industrial revolutions. Uh, maybe it doesn't have it here. Well, the first industrial revolution, I guess that was like factories. And then what was the second one? I don't know. The third one was information, right? And now we're having the fourth industrial revolution where they aim to merge biology and technology. Biology, technology, merge them together through surveillance. And that's in their stated goals. This is what they're all about. Look, they even have the, the live, it's live right now. I guess the whole world can tune in. And, you know, it's an open conspiracy. Look, meeting the challenge of vaccine equity. This is nuts. I guess this was already recorded earlier from CNN, it's like all these players, you can tell why there's propaganda going on. You can tell why it's absolutely nutso. This is what the future of cybersecurity looks like. 
22 of the year to rebuild trust. At least they recognize that nobody trusts them and all their their clowns. Vaccine equity, one of the most scarce commodities in the pandemic response has been trust. <laughs> you got that right. I wonder why people don't trust you, right? Look, social entrepreneurship. This is this ESG investing and stuff. Oh, man. All right. Well, let me put it in my own words. So the fourth industrial revolution aims to merge biology and technology through surveillance. A great example of this is the uh, Microsoft is creating what they call a planetary supercomputer where they want to track, trace, catalog, analyze all biodiversity on Earth. Not just human beings, but all the plant life and the wildlife and, the, and all of the little ecosystems and the bacteria and everything. And of course, again, like I said, they convey it as though they want to help the environment. But so much of it is about control, right? Another big piece of it is this whole metaverse agenda, right? This, this idea that you put on your virtual reality glasses and you go to work or you go shopping or you go to the conference in a virtual world. This is why it's being pushed that way. And the, and the COVID-19 pandemic stuff was absolutely perfect. It fits so hand in hand with the furthering and the acceleration of this agenda because you had the lockdowns and everyone has to go back home and spend so much time going on the computer and going to the meetings with Zoom. And there's still multiple workforces and many workforces where people still haven't even gone back to work. It's nuts. Fourth Industrial Revolution, a big piece of it is, is surveillance and tracking of human beings. And this is why we see this whole vaccine passport agenda taking place and the immunity passport. Like I realized early on in the pandemic, like this whole thing, this is even before the vaccine was released. I was like, wow, this whole thing is a giant marketing campaign to get people to take the vaccine. I can already see it. The writing was on the wall. It was super crystal clear. And then sure enough, the vaccine gets rolled out. And it's like everything is being pushed towards that. And then evidence comes out as we suspected that the vaccine is not very effective and it's most definitely not effective at slowing the spread, right? But there's still such a crazy demonic push to push it. Isn't it crazy? It's a crazy demonic push to get people to take it anyway. And that leads me to believe that it's not necessarily about the vaccine. It's about controlling people. It's about, I mean, maybe it's about the vaccine, some weird genetic upgrade. I don't freaking know. But the, you have the vaccine, then you have the vaccine passport, couple those together. And it's this vaccine passport that is a, a mechanism that they're putting in place in order to control people, limit what they're able to do based on their social standing. So it starts off with whether you have the vaccine or not, and then it's going to be like, well, what's your credit rating? What, uh, what websites do you view? How up-to-date are you on other vaccines? Did you go to the protest recently, right? This is where all this stuff is going. And it's not just me talking about it. I mean, the World Economic Forum and a lot of these same key players, you have the World Economic Forum, you have the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, you have the Rockefeller Foundation, you have Johns Hopkins University. A lot of these players came together before COVID-19 started, apparently, allegedly. And they hosted this simulation called Event 201. And there's a previous one, Derek Bros really breaks down well, called Crimson Contagion as well. You can find it at theconsciousresistance.com. Um, the search simulation, probably you'll be able to find it there. And and they like game they game theoried this out. And they even anticipated having to censor people and how to deal with misinformation and all of this control and tracking of people's movement, right? It sounds all crazy and like some weird movie, <laughs> like truth is stranger than fiction, people. 
And these people are meeting again today. They're plowing forward with this agenda. So that's what the Great Reset is in a nutshell. You have the World Economic Forum, you have other groups, other bodies, other individuals, other actors. You have uh, princes and presidents and prime ministers. Uh, Trudeau from Canada is a big player. Biden's on board. Prince Charles is on board. All that guy's losing a lot of credibility. And so that's the Great Reset in a nutshell. The Great Reset. That's what they're pushing for. Centralization. I sum up those three things. More centralization, more surveillance, and more control. On the flip side, we have the greater reset, the people's response to the great reset. There's all sorts of folks in our little freedom, liberty, truth community, and they just they just like sit by and take it. And they're, they're like, it's happening. Let's post about it. Let's research about it. Let's explain it to people. Let's get all worked up about it. Let's fuss about it. And that's all they do. It's like it just stops there. Well, that's not satisfactory to me and my cohorts and my community. We can't just be passive players in the game of life. We got to take the bull by the horns. Got to take control of the situation. And just as they're trying to create a new normal, so too can we create a new normal, right? So too can we push back and create a better world because they're trying to create a much uglier, nastier world. And we got to step up and create a better world, a more free world, a more decentralized world, a world that values bodily autonomy. And that's exactly what we aim to do with the greater reset. So let's pull up the website there for you. I've linked to the greater reset website. I strongly encourage you to join our email list where you'll be able to get all of the updates. You'll be able to um, stay in touch with us. You'll be able to see all the speakers. You'll be able to participate in an activation hub. Let's just break it all down for you here. So thegreaterreset.org. This is it right here. This is our website. Let me show you some of the speakers that we got going. We've got a sweet little video, intro video that you can check out. It's taking place January 26th through the 30th. It's going to be broadcast live from two different locations. Buda, Texas, which is here in Central Texas, near uh, my hometown of Austin. I don't live in Austin anymore. Austin's gone really downhill, but it's it's there. And then Morelia, Mexico, which is where Derek is living. Uh, the Central Texas event, the formal event, is sold out. However, there's two activation hubs, so I invite you to come down. There's links to the Greater Reset channel where you'll be able to get tuned in with the community. You can also go over here to in-person, click on Central Texas, and join this Telegram group here. You'll be able to get tuned in with us. There's two hubs. One of them's right across the street from the actual event. Another one's about 15 minutes away. It's going to be very family friendly. And we want you to join the community. There's going to be workshops, social gatherings, food, right? So that's what's going on in Central Texas. And then Morelia, Mexico, I, I don't know. The spots are filling up fast, but they may still have room for folks just to show up. So definitely come check them out. That's going down. January 26th through the 30th in Morelia, which is in the state of Michoacan. If you haven't been to Mexico, it's one of the few free places left. They haven't bought into all this COVID stuff as much as other places. But again, it's taking place January 26th through the 30th. You don't have to come in person. You don't have to pay anything. You can watch it online for free. And on the days that we go live at thegreaterreset.org, you'll have the live stream right here waiting for you. All right, so let's check out some of our speakers because I'm super, super stoked to see 
uh, some of the speakers that we have going on here. All right, so let's browse the speakers. We've assembled a super cool lineup of really great people. We got Jason Crow and Mike Winner. They are part of the Portal Project, which is a super awesome decentralized cryptocurrency that aims to do much more than just cur currency. They want to create like an alternative to WordPress where you can host websites in a decentralized way. And ultimately, they want to create a decentralized internet and incentivize people to run these little nodes and hubs so we can circumvent the internet controls and the ISPs. We're going to hear from Curtis Stone. He's up in Canada doing a lot of farming, cool projects, bringing a lot of people together. Mike Swatek, he is a good friend of ours from Oklahoma. He's going to talk about this intentional community they're building. They're using hempcrete and all sorts of great stuff. Lutz is with Pirate Chain. He's going to talk about privacy. My lovely fiance, Rebecca, is going to talk about how we can purchase land, get out of the city, build community. We just recently purchased a 10-acre homestead outside the city, so we're going to share all about that with you guys. Vanessa and Danny are going to share about spirituality and transformation. James Corbett's going to talk about how to research. Elias Clay is going to perform. Derek Bros, of course, the co-organizer. He's got a nice talk lined up about building wealth through counter-economic means. We've got Jeffrey Tucker. He's been really going on heavy on the COVID-19 stuff. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., how cool is that? Joel Salatin's going to be in person in Texas, talking about how we can grow food, opt out of these systems. Max Egan. I mean, check out Aaron Elizabeth, Ben Swan. Sterling Lujan, the White Rose, those guys that are putting stickers up all over the place, they're going to be represented. It's a really, really cool lineup of super powerful people. And just to drive it home, the message that we're trying to convey is that we all have the power and the ability in, to transform the world and to transform our world. We just have to believe in ourselves and step into our power to do that, right? This whole Great Reset thing, is it's going down. It's being carried out right now. It's a thing. It's real. It's not some weird conspiracy. When it first started poking its head through into the mainstream and they like started promoting it and trying to indoctrinate people that build back better, it's a great thing. A lot of people are like, whoa, wait a second. We've seen this before. This just looks like the New World Order and new clothes. You know, it was like a Scooby-Doo. Oh, good one, Shaggy. Oh, my God. Like, it's the same New World Order we've been fighting for the past 10 years. I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you greater reset activists. You guys exposed me and my total weakness, which is people actually getting up and doing stuff in their lives. Good one, Shaggy. Zoinks. Anyway, um, people started talking about it and opposing it. And then the mainstream media and like New York Times, they called it a conspiracy theory. The Great Reset, this right wing conspiracy theory. It's like, what do you mean conspiracy theory? It's very much a real thing that they're talking about in their own communication, in their own language. There's no theory about it. It's the real deal. It's just some people have a little more discernment and are able to see the forest for the trees, right? So they wanted to hide it first. It's like it's a fake thing, right? But at the end of the day, there's not a lot of people that are offering solutions. There's a bunch of researchers out there. There's a bunch of people that write articles and do videos and tie disparate pieces together to paint a picture of what it is. But there's not a lot of people out there. I mean, there are, but there's more people that aren't doing this, but there's not a lot of solutions oriented folks out there. And what we're trying to do is inspire people, is to activate people, is to get you to recognize that this is happening and how it ends up and specifically how it affects us is up to you and me. Now I'll tell you, 
as a, you know, I'm an idealist, but I'm also a pragmatist. And I think that based on my assessment of, of the masses and how most people just go along to get along, uh, they're, they're content in life, even with lockdowns, even with their children wearing masks all day. Uh, they're, you know, they're not trying to change the world. Most, that's most people. Uh, I do believe that this agenda is going to be successful in most areas of the world and for most people. That's my assessment. And so what we need to decide for ourselves is how is it going to affect us? How much can we insulate ourselves from this tyranny and technocracy? Well, I'm surprised that's the first time I've mentioned the word technocracy on this episode. Technocracy is a form of governance. It's you don't, you're not ruled by politicians. You're not ruled by a king or queen. You're not ruled by the people. Democracy, air quotes for the podcast audience. You're ruled by the scientific elite and technocrats and experts. A little sip of kratom here. You can go to mybraybotanicals.com if you want to try some super high quality plant remedy. Kratom helps with stress, anxiety, focus, fatigue. And the red varieties help with pain and relaxation. I do believe that this agenda is going to plow forward, but I think that there's certain strategies we can employ that will enable us to still enjoy a quality of life, to still do business with one another, to still support one another. I want to strongly encourage you to, to if, you, if you're not on Telegram, download Telegram. It's a great app. It's not perfect. It's a company that runs it, right? It's not decentralized, not blockchain-based, can be censored. But I want to invite you to check out Telegram. It's, I think it's one of the best social media platforms out there. And there's a lot of organizing that we do for the Freedom Cell Network, a group of over 30,000 like-minded people that are working together on solutions, finding freedom, protecting ourselves from tyranny and technocracy. It's actually the Freedom Cell Network that's hosting the Great Reset. And we also do a lot of our Great Reset stuff. And as you can see in the description, most of the places that you're watching this in the description, there is a link to join the Greater Reset channel. I did a, a little audio on that channel recently. I often do these little audio messages. It's a great way to communicate with people. And it was, it was because I keep finding in my life, in my business, Live Free Academy, and the community that I've built around that, and the Freedom Cell Network, and the Greater Reset community, there's so many people that they just feel like they communicate in a way where it leads me to believe that they think this whole New World Order thing is inevitable for, for them, and just in general. They find the new world order to be omnipotent, which means all powerful. And that's just not the case, right? And so like I talk about cryptocurrency or building alternative economies, the counter economy, right? And we have a whole day dedicated to that Thursday, the 27th. And they're like, well, you're not going to be able to, to spend money because they're going to control how you spend if you don't have the vaccine. And it's like, are you really just admitting that and giving in? Like, okay, what's your point? If you really believe that, then why the hell are you on this channel in the first place? Because it sounds to me like you've already given up. I haven't given up. I strongly believe in the animated contest of freedom and the power of the human spirit to rise above. And what it is that we're doing specifically with the Greater Reset, with the Freedom Cell Network, is we're putting the pieces in place now so we can insulate and protect ourselves 
from the technocracy and the tyranny. Case in point, the mark of the beast, right? It's pretty, I need to read the book of Revelations. I've read little excerpts and stuff and analysis, but I've never actually sat and read the Bible, the book of Revelations. Maybe you have uh, in the audience, that's super cool. But it's like, wow, this stuff was communicated in the book of Revelations, the mark of the beast system. You have to have the mark, the numbers 666 in order to buy and trade and sell, right? It's like, wow, that's really what this vaccine passport thing is all about. And so it's very clear that this agenda is being put into place. It's, it's accelerated in many areas like Australia, France, New York City, San Francisco, Canada. And in many areas like Texas, it's like, yeehaw, man, ain't nobody going to get in the way of me and my freedom. I'll tell you what, boy. And it's a very beautiful thing. In Mexico, Mexico, it's like, what the fuck? We got the, the El Jardín down the street, La Marqueta, El Mercado. With lechuga and verduras and fruta, and ain't nobody getting in the way of me and my De Niro and my business. But in other places, it's very much accelerated, and their plan is to is to bring this about globally. All right, these guys are diabolical. They're very, uh, they have high aspirations. So like, okay, that that agenda is plowing forward, and it's like, okay, what do we do? Do we get all defeatist? Do we? Do, you know, because the way that we communicate with one another and ourselves is extremely important. I'm a very strong believer that mindset is really the most critical thing that we have. We got to get our mind right before we can actually carry out these goals and, and create this new normal, this better world. Right. But like, OK, there's a lot of people that are like, well, well we're, you're not going to be able to buy and sell unless you take the vaccine. I'm like, I'm telling you, like, well, actually, no, we'll still be able to buy and sell because we're creating these counter economic networks. We're working together. Look at this guy. What in the Bible thumping am I watching? It's like I've referenced the Bible in the book of Revelations, and he thinks that we're Bible thumping here. This guy must really hate Christianity. Anyway, um, the point is it's up to each and every one of us to build those systems now, okay? And it's important that we study, we analyze, we examine this network. We study, we analyze. And well, it looks like I just lost my camera. One second here. One sec. All right. You guys can still hear me. It's important. Don't leave me now. It's important that we study and we examine exactly what's going on so we can strategically navigate us, navigate it. And that's really what the name of the game is here. How can we navigate this agenda so as to insulate and protect ourselves from it? How can we push back on this agenda? We can foresee what is coming down the pike, right? They're very vocal about what's taking place. They're very, they're, they don't hide it. It's an open conspiracy. So the thing that we need to figure out for ourselves is what exactly are we going to do about it? We're most definitely not just going to lay down and take it, although some people apparently are. Some people are just content to give in. And just say, well, that's that's what's happening, and that's what's gonna, that's what's going down. But I'm not one of those people. So what I want to encourage you guys is to study and examine this movement, but not study and examine it just so you can share about it online, right? Study and examine it so we can navigate it, so we can opt out of it, so we can figure out what it is that we're gonna do in order to get around it right okay let me see if i can switch my camera here and when it comes to this whole 
this whole Mark of the Beast style thing that they're trying to push forward, what it is that we can do is create the counter economy. And that's exactly one of the things that we're going to be talking about during the Greater Reset. We can work together. We can employ one another. We can, there we go, okay. We can employ one another. We can find like-minded people and build networks and trade amongst one another. We can create alternative currencies, right? So you have this whole central bank digital currency phenomenon where they're trying to bring together, they're trying to essentially cut out the commercial banks, they're trying to cut out cash, and they're trying to create this all digital currency. Most of the dollars and fiat currencies are digital already, right? But they want to create it where all the money and the transactions can be tracked and traced. And it can also be shut off and stopped. I remember one of the first times I heard about the central bank digital currency stuff, it was on uh, NPR. Because right? every once in a while I check in on NPR to see how people are thinking and what the mainstream is is uh, gulping down. And and they there was a story where it's like, central bank digital currencies. Imagine a world where your child goes off to college and you can make sure that the money that you give them is spent on textbooks and rent and not partying. Right? It's like, wow. Imagine how far that can stretch out. That's pretty wild. So the point is, that's what they're trying to push. That's what they're trying to promote. That's what they're trying to implement. But there's ways around it. There's decentralized privacy coins like Monero and Pirate Chain that we can utilize and leverage that can't be tracked and traced. That will enable us to do business online still without them being able to stop it. Not to mention, we can create barter networks, we can create trade networks, we can trade with silver, we can trade with freaking conch shells if we want to, we just have to do it. Case in point, there's some areas where they're shutting you out of society altogether if you don't have that damn vaccine. And, and like I said before, the vaccine is only the beginning. Here in Central Texas, we have a meat share program where people chip in their money, we purchase a half a cow or a whole cow or a quarter of a cow gets slaughtered and the beef gets distributed to the community. We're creating our own resilient food networks. We're going over to one another's properties and we're growing food, right? So you just focus like, what are our basic needs? We need medicine, we need food, we need water, we need shelter, right? How can we build those things? How can we create those things? How can we get those things without relying on these centralized manipulated institutions? Because at the end of the day, the name of the game in many areas, they're not actually mandating and coercing that you do the vaccine or you do A, B, and C. Instead, they're making it difficult to live your life unless you do A, B, and C, right? So they're trying to put pressure. They're trying to leverage folks. They're trying to control, manipulate, and coerce folks. So people are left with no choice, or at least they feel like they're left with no choice. And they're like, well, I'm not going to be able to work. I'm going to lose my job, so I guess I better just do the vaccine. So what I'm trying to communicate is that preemptively, before we're put in one of those situations where we have to make a decision and we do something that we don't want to do. We strategically create an environment, we create systems, we create communities, we create economies, so we don't have to be put in that situation. That's what it's all about. So on the one hand, we can be defeatist. We can say, we're screwed. The Great Reset is going to take over all the world. We're not gonna be able to buy and sell unless we have the mark or unless we do what they say to do. Or we can say, you know what, to hell with all that. 
I'm in control of my life and I got a lot of cool people in my community. And if I haven't found them yet, I know that they're out there because there's so many people that I've awakened after all this COVID nonsense, I'm going to go find them and we're going to do some cool shit together. That's the choice that you have, right? And that's what we're trying to convey at the greater reset. Oh, shout out, shout out Debbie there. Uh, you want to do the food, the food program, if that's what you're talking about, I'll link you up with our peeps for sure. The, we got so much beef in the fr the freezer that we can't even do anymore. You know, we, we're already maxed out on all the beef. So we need to get another freezer in our little side house. So that's what it's all about, folks. Let me just wrap up. I usually try to go for an hour here. We're coming up on the end of our time together. I want to thank you for joining me with the Live Free Now podcast. You can find other podcasts like this at livefreenow.show. Today, we talked about the greater reset. It's coming up number three. We've done it twice before. First was at the beginning of 2020. Man, lots changed this year. The next time it was towards the middle of 2020. And now we're doing it again. Our third iteration, bigger and better than ever before. It's called the Greater Reset 3 Integration because we want people to truly integrate these strategies, these activist ideas into their lives. And what it is, is it's a response to the Great Reset. We that are organizing it, we that are participating in it, people that are hosting hubs, people that are being a part of it, we're empowered human beings. We strongly believe in our ability to create a better world and to show up as our best selves for ourselves, our family, our community, our children, for future generations yet to come. And we recognize, we're, we understand this great reset agenda. What's it all about? It's about dramatically shifting the way people do business. It's about dramatically shifting the relationship between the individual and government. It's about dramatically shifting the way we interact with technology. It's like some really dystopian stuff, like Big Brother on acid, essentially. It's like significant amount of your life if this if you go along with this agenda you're going to be spending a significant amount of time in the metaverse right it's no coincidence that facebook is transforming their brand to meta and now all of we see this metaverse stuff here and there metaverse 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 and it's like the great reset i don't know the lot i guess they launched the great reset in 2019 or so really took off in 2020 with the great with with all the covid stuff but it's like, that's, that's what it's all about. There's this article. It's a great article. I'm going to finish with this article, actually. Let me see if I can find it. Because it was censored on, they took it down from the Great Reset website. You own nothing. Have no privacy. And you're happy about it. Um, no privacy. It's still available on Forbes. <laughs> but anyway, so we recognize that this thing's going down. You got the fourth industrial revolution, the merging of biology and technology, the chipping, tracking, tracing, cataloging, surveilling, all this crazy, scary stuff that seems like it belongs in a movie, but it's not, it's reality. And we're a bunch of people that are like, oh, that's not a good future. I don't want to live that way. I don't want my kids to live that way. I don't want my friends and family to live that way. And that's the thing about family too. Like a lot of family, it's like, they're not doing anything about it. And that kind of sucks. That means that we got to double down on our, our effort. Because a lot of people, they're just, it's like a frog in a boiling pot. They don't see it or they don't want to see it because they want to just enjoy life and watch football and stuff. And so we, it's up to those of us that do see it and that are feel that are compelled enough to do something about it, to really maximize our effort. And this whole greater reset thing, it's like a big pep rally for your life. 
It's like, come watch these people, get all pumped up, make the connections, build the relationships, and then go find freedom and teach others how to find freedom and build these systems and networks so we can opt out. And it's not, there's a two part thing to this whole freedom cell, greater reset thing. It's like, on the one hand, we want to do all this stuff so we can protect ourselves from all this tyranny and control. But on the other hand, we want to create systems and institutions that are more in alignment with our nature as human beings. So one of them is like a defensive reactionary paradigm. The other one's proactive. Like this is how we ought to be living anyway. We ought to be more connected to the land. We ought to care about the quality of the soil. We ought to avoid toxins and pesticides and pharmaceuticals. We ought to spend more time with our children and send sending them to government indoctrination centers, right? We ought to use money that isn't built entirely on debt, financing foreign wars of aggression. We ought to use real sound money that isn't like some fake phony manipulated thing. This is how we need to live anyway, right? Ah, <sighs> so... I got my buddy John Van Dusen Edwards. He's done a lot of cool community building and stuff in the in the day. Food is free project, encouraging people to build gardens in their front yard and go meet their neighbors and stuff. I really appreciate and resonate with what you're sharing and creating. Here's to all the decentralized alternatives yet to sprout. What would Bucky do? He's referring to Buckminster Fuller, who has this amazing quote, amazing body of work, like the geodesic domes and all this type of uh, amazing development. But he has this quote. It's like, it says... You never change things by fighting the existing power. In order to change things, you create a better way and make the existing thing obsolete. Something like that, I paraphrase. But that's what it's all about. We want to render government, centralization, and all this BS obsolete. Obsolete, right? Look, here's our buddy Jeremiah again. Have fun, anti-vaxxers. I came for the agorism, but I stayed to troll Christian anti-pharma conspiracy nuts. So if you're for agorism and decentralized open free markets, I don't see how you're in any way for pharmaceuticals because the entire institution of pharmaceuticals is completely antithetical to agorism in its entirety. So if you want to be true to agorism, which is very decentralized, which is very free market, which is very voluntary, then you very much should be joining us, even if you want to get vac vaccinated, like by all means, get vaccinated until your freaking heart stops if you want to. That's kind of cold. Don't do that. But if you want to do that, it's fine. But surely you would oppose vaccine mandates or vaccine passports. And so I don't know. You can be an agorist and you can believe that there's a conspiracy going on. And frankly, anybody that doesn't see the conspiracy is either ignorant or they're just not looking. So thanks for tuning in, uh, Jeremiah. But I, I don't know. Ain't nobody got time for you. So, hey, look, we got somebody on Clubhouse there. Is that you, Fuzzy? Fuzzy, can you hear me? Hello, Dr. Monica. Hi. <laughs> all right, we got two people that are listening along on Clubhouse, so that's exciting. So, all right, I'm going to sum up. I'm going to sum up because I'm rambling, and here we are going. So let me share this article. This is from Forbes, and the title is Welcome to 2030. I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. This was once on the World Economic Forum, weforum.com, and then they took it down because it got a lot of exposure and a lot of people found it and were like, whoa, this isn't good, right? Welcome to 2030. Welcome to my city, or should I say our city. I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. It might seem odd to you, but it makes perfect sense for us in the city. 
Everything you considered a product has now become a service. We have access to transportation, accommodation, food, and all the things we need in our daily lives. One by one, all these things became free. So it ended up not making sense for us to own much. It goes on to talk about how you don't even have your house or your living room if you're not using it. Other people come and use your space. But I want to make this nice dichotomy here because this article actually is really cool. And here's a section here. So this is the Great Reset. This is what they want. You own nothing. It's all tracked and traced and cataloged. You rent everything. And here's the alternative, right? And this is exactly what we're going for with the Greater Reset. Check it out. It's really pretty cool. My biggest concern is all the people who do not live in our city, those we lost on the way, those who decided that it became too much all this technology, those who felt obsolete and useless when robots and AI took over big parts of our jobs, those who got upset with the political system and turned against it. They live different kinds of lives outside of the city. Some have formed little self-supplying communities. Others just stayed in the empty and abandoned houses in small 19th century villages. Look at this. Once, I, once in a while, I get annoyed about the fact I have no real privacy, nowhere I can go and not be registered. I know that somewhere, everything I do, think, and dream of is recorded. I just hope nobody will use it against me. Can you believe that? Anyway, I like to read this because it shares, like, this is what our plan is and our path. We live in different kinds of cities. We live in different kinds of communities outside the city. We have self-supplying communities. That's the path. They're going to plow forward with all this stuff. We can plow forward with an alternative way of life that is very much in alignment with, with our human nature as free, powerful, beautiful human beings. Right? So that's what it's all about. The Great Reset, centralization, surveillance, control, coercion. The Greater Reset, decentralization, voluntary relationships connection with the earth, regenerative agriculture, right? And privacy. That's what we're trying to convey. It's all taking place January 26th through the 30th. January 26th through the 30th. You can watch it online, absolutely free of charge. I strongly encourage you to participate. Go down to Morelia, Mexico. Come to Central Texas and join one of the hubs. There's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool people. It's going to be a great time for all. All right, this is John Bush on the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. I want to thank you for tuning in. Peace and freedom. Until next time, we'll see you at the Greater Reset, folks. Bye.